Don't be alarmed. The quasi-shimmering light before you is a trans-dimensional gateway to other worlds, other voices, other thoughts, and other realities. Up feels like down, and down feels like the number seven on a Wednesday morning. Don't worry. That quivering, blood-boiling sensation under your eyebrows is all a part of the charm. Welcome to the PCC Multiverse. And we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford. Come on by, back at you here for the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. But we just wanted to go ahead and say thank you. You know, in this time of thanks and thanksgiving, wishing you and yours a truly happy and safe Thanksgiving holiday season, we wanted to give thanks to you out there for helping us get onto the map of sports media that's out there. So we truly wanted to say thank you by coming on the air and truly thanking you for being a part of the Lakers Fast Break community. Blood, Bloodhound, cool bro, happy Thanksgiving to each and every one of you. Truly appreciate you stopping by. Thanks so much again. Truly cannot thank you enough for being a part of what we're doing here at the Lakers Fast Break. Also here today with me, good man indeed. He is, again, such a great part of what we're doing here at the Lakers Fast Break. It is Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. Joe Soro is here. Joe, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Hopefully the turkey was good. Uh, I know I had a lot of uh, turkey. I had Filipino food. I had uh, you know a little bit of uh, Mexican food. Yeah, I had a little bit of... Uh, pie here and there so yeah definitely uh, hit the hit the nice thanksgiving buffet and i'm hoping everyone did as well yeah i, I don't really go overboard during thanksgiving uh i'm able to temper my I'm, I'm not a big cranberry guy although i did eat a a uh a dip that was amazing it's from costco it's like a cream cheese cranberry with jalapenos in it Probably the nice. best, best dip I've ever had my ever in my life. I had a lot of that with the uh, appetizers, and then dinner was uh, some white meat, some dark meat, uh, mashed potatoes, a little gravy, and some uh, some more of that 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 really good uh, cranberry dip. And then I had uh, chocolate covered strawberries, things like that, and a pecan, little pecan thing. So I, again, I. I, I, I don't go overboard when it comes to that. I don't really eat a lot of food in, in a sitting. It takes seafood or something like that to, to get me eating a lot. Mm. Uh, typically, things with high carbs tend to fill me up pretty quick. Uh, I just don't have a I don't have a big appetite for it. It expands in my stomach rather quickly, so I try not to get uncomfortable when I'm eating. But but it was a good night. Uh, spent time with the fam, the in-laws and cousins and stuff like that and uh, got back a few hours ago. All right. Well, I'm glad you got a chance to spend time with the family. I'm hoping everyone out there did as well. And again, we wanted to go ahead to make sure we said thank you. It could have easily not done the show today and whatnot, but I wanted to make sure that everybody out you know, for all the stuff that they go through through the year, just wanted to make sure that we acknowledge them all the time and effort that they go to to play our shows, to watch our shows, to listen to our shows, whether it's this show, The Lakers Fast Break, 
Pop Culture Cosmos, the PCC Multiverse, the State of Pro Wrestling, Inside Sports Fantasy Football. I put out a ton of shows each and every year, and I'm so blessed to have you follow them and watch them on such a great basis, whether it's here through YouTube, Facebook, or whether it is on the radio stations that play our shows. Big shout out and thank you to them. Uh, You know, Joe, and when we just, this show, our channel is getting bigger and bigger. And we do acknowledge every single time out that we cannot thank you enough. It's all because of them, my friend. It's all because of them that we're here. The demand for you and, you know, what your rants, your big time rants that everybody is so really giving away for. And wow, Mission 24, I am overwhelmed to do that in a super chat. Thank you so much. LFB is family for me. Just gave us a, a big super chat. I cannot thank. Wow, I'm overwhelmed. I'm truly humbled, and I cannot thank you enough, Mission 24, for your kindness on Thanksgiving. Joe? Yes, uh, thank you again, Mission 24. This is Wow, that's this amazing. Is, this, this show is number one uh, foundation is an audience that wants to listen to us. There's nothing else on top of it, below it, on the side of it. It's 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 right in the heart of everything. It's it's a commitment that we made, and, and understanding that that's the only thing that matters in the end. Uh, there's going to be certain levels to this, certain things that maybe uh, might not peak interest with certain people, and there's things that does peak interest in certain people and a lot of times those who are in this particular realm have a hard time understanding that it's 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 very important for the performers we are performers here to some degree yes we're real we're not really acting but we're still performing uh, an entertainment uh venue but we're providing info t- information, so you can providing like information infotainers. How about it, that? Infotainers. That's a good one. I, I'd say you, you need to copyright that, Gerald. I think that'll <laughs> that'll that'll definitely be something that makes sense. <laughs> and, and I'm serious; that's actually a good one. Uh, infotainers is is a very good one. Uh, sometimes the info is going to hit hard. Sometimes the info might be obnoxious. Sometimes the info might be just right. It's a constant ebb and flow in this world. Plus, there's a lot of competition out there. The podcast world is extremely saturated. Uh, but I will still say it's better than any other form, in my opinion, because you have too many people in charge in the other avenues that will tend to hinder you. So the podcast world is a little bit easier to navigate that and not have to worry about an entity telling you how to do your job because they're paying you or whatever. I prefer to do what we're doing here and be paid at some point through advertisement and obviously through the forums that we use, uh, like YouTube and Facebook and things like that. Uh, the Lakers is 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 too easy for, for us to do a Lakers show because it's it's just the knowledge is there. The the focus is there. It's 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 embedded in the brain. And I, through the good and the bad, it's it's a very enjoyable. It's very enjoyable to do. I, I enjoy talking to Laker fans, and I enjoy talking to everyone here. That uh, and, and and 
it, it, it serves a purpose in the end. It gives reason to watch in a lot of ways. I'd still watch. I'd still be dedicated to watching the games, but it does add a little bit more focus because you need to pay attention to uh, a little bit more of the information, right? You know, but I, I was taught a long time ago, too much information, uh, detailed information tends to be a little mm, not entertaining enough. Uh, we're here ultimately to entertain the audience. And I, I think we're going to continue to do this until we obviously get to a, a situation where it really becomes next level. And that's something uh, I wanted to go ahead and make sure everybody knows. That's where our goals are. That's what we want to achieve is that level of, of success. Obviously, every YouTuber, every time, you know, Cool Bro starting his channels and whatnot. That's what he wants to achieve. He wants everybody out there on YouTube wants to step in and, and becomes the next Mr. Beast. You know, I'm picking up, I'll give you a story. Tonight, I'm picking up food from uh, Buco de Beppo um, here in Las Vegas, at one of the locations here. And I'm st stepping in and I'm getting the food there that I order, ordered, Joe. And oh, lo and behold, I look over to the right, and it's not only a location that's a pickup for their own restaurant, but also Mr. Beast Burgers. I kid you not. If you order Mr. Beast Burgers in Las Vegas, that's where you pick it up. I blew my, it absolutely blew me away to see how far of reach this guy has. And while I don't expect the Lakers fast break to ever achieve that level. Uh, I was having a good conversation at, here at dinner of regards to what the Lakers fast break can grow into. And we've seen, uh, you know, he used my, my friend used the Lakers nation, Laker nation, as far as that example to see the level that they've achieved. But with those successes have come certain pitfalls that they've gone through learning experiences that I know that we still have to get to go through as well. Yeah. The, the, the ascension to stardom is different for everyone. We, we, we can't assume that we're going to have similar uh, progression like uh, Mr. Beast or Laker Nation. It, it, it's, it's too many factors that, that fall in that. Our focus, I should say, is it's going to be a battle of attrition. Everything is organic. Everything's going to be more real instead of fabricated. There's so much fabrication out there. There's so much uh, delusion around a lot of these podcasts, a lot of these influencers. You know, it's uh, that word is a very interesting word, influencers. Uh, if I ever had to become an influencer, I'd quit. I'm not here to influence anyone to do anything. In a way, you already do. If Joe. you do, if yeah, that's 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 right. That that, that is true. But get, you know, when the Lakers do bad, it's not deliberate. It's, or if the Lakers get blown on a call, guess what they want? You've already influenced them that they want to see a rant from you. They are influenced by the show. This is an okay. entertainment show or info show. Uh, what what was it you said? Info, infotainment infotainment there's there's too much jibber jabber on everywhere you go and the the more yapping the worse things are getting <laughs> we have too much information i want you to come onto this show and i want you guys to feel relaxed and maybe after a loss get yourselves feeling like 
there's somebody out there that's channeling your anger and we're, we're, we're helping getting it out. Or if it's a win, you're, you're elated and you're, you're getting the elation from the show as well. That's ultimately what the goal is here. You are going to get information that's relevant to it because we need to have credible information as well. We don't want to continue to stick to just happy stand type stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's, that's ethical in the end. Uh, but the hard part about it, the hard part for those who are doing this is it's very similar to people who want to be rich and famous overnight. They'll see one person or a group ascend quickly and they're like, why can't I do this? Well, it's the same reason why you can't win the lottery. Someone is winning the lottery, but it's very likely you won't win the lottery. It's too high. It's a chance thing. It's that one in a million that gets that. It's like Hollywood. You know, you hear about the overnight successes, which is, again, fabrication, guys. There's very few people in the history of any entertainment that were overnight successes. When they say overnight successes, that usually means they've been in the business for 10 years. Overnight success means they were nobodies, but then overnight they became somebody. I'll give you an example. Sylvester Stallone. When Rocky hit, he was an overnight success. Yeah. Because there was a day where he wasn't famous. The next day he was famous to where you couldn't go outside anymore. However, if you look at his past five, 10 years, you'll see him building to that moment. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know, condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I, I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. <laughs> that, it doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he even talks about, you know, all the, the <clears throat> low budget stuff that he did before that time. You know, if you go see that documentary Sly on Netflix, I highly recommend it. If you go out of your way, if you really want to delve into Sly's life, go ahead and do that. And also tells you about the period in the early 2000s when he his career was dead. It was thought to be over before the Expendables, where, where it talks about how he was struggling. He was just... He was talking about how he was wandering around just doing nothing, and the whole family felt sorry for him because he was not getting any job or any works, any work at all. And now you see that, you know, again, like you're talking about before, it was almost like he he had transported back to before Rocky, where he was that struggling actor fi- trying to find a job. And here's the other thing that that doesn't sit well for many people: for every successful story the rags to riches story, there are hundreds and thousands that didn't make it. Yeah. And we're talking about people who were talented, focused, had put in everything. I've seen those people. I've seen them in the audition rooms. I've seen them in networking groups. Very few people make it out of there. Very few people. And I'm talking about very talented people. 
very tempted. And I'll tell you why. It's easy to be cynical and say, well, it's all about because you got to be able to do, you know, the things that you're not, not wanting to do, casting couches, things like that. Reality is there is some truth to that, but it's more so because there isn't enough positions. Hollywood looks like a grand culture, grand group. It's not. It's a very small group. And there's only so many roles. That's why when you watch a film or a TV show, you usually recognize almost everyone on that show or that movie. Oh, that's that. And it's it's either the stars or the character actors or the method actors or that actor or actress where you go, it's that guy or that lady. That lady, that guy is that background actor that you always see their faces in all these movies, but you don't know their name. So once that group, once that group that's casting, once they get their people, they're going to rely on those who know, whom they know are going to execute. And then in and around that, you'll get those people that will 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 find their way in and, and, and earn a spot. Uh, so look at this show in a lot of ways in the same way, except we have a little bit more control over our destiny, which is good. It's kind of like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. They wrote Goodwill Hunting. They put themselves in something and made it. Uh, Stallone put himself in Rocky and made it. So we're doing the same thing here. We're going to control our destiny at the very least. We're not going to have to rely on a producer or a studio to allow us to get to our spot. And as things progress, as the audience gets bigger, then the resources start coming, and then that's when you start kind of deciding on where you want to go from there. Now, what happens a lot is how I explained it at the beginning of the show. The ebb and flow of the personality and the responses from the audience, because the bigger the audience, the more you're probably going to deal with that ebb and flow, negative, positive. Some people, well, a lot of people can't handle that. They cannot handle negativity about themselves. And that right there is usually the first thing that can pretty much put an end to you. They're either fighting with their coworkers or they're not able to understand that you should be able to know who you are by now. If someone's criticizing you for something, don't let it get to you. It's very, very difficult. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, one of the things they've always said, I'm not worried about failing. So why, why would I what did Michael say? He said, why am I, why am I going to worry about a shot I haven't taken yet? I'll deal with it when I, when I, when I get to it. And you, you want to be mentally strong and understand what you're getting into. You got to understand the pressure yeah. one day of what that is. And a lot of people can't, they get distracted by the, the, let's say if they do hit, hit their mark, they get distracted by the attention because the good attention is also just as bad as the bad attention where you start to feel yourself getting more egotistical. Now, the beautiful thing about my situation is I already have a big ego, so I don't have to worry about that. It's not going to get any bigger. So I, st I still think one of the classic times of this show was when somebody called you a narcissist on the air and you fully embraced it right then and there. <laughs> there, there is narcissistic tendencies. There's also sociopathic tendencies that I've noticed about myself. Uh, the difference it was classic, everyone. The, the difference between them being full-blown narcissism and full-blown sociopathic 
tendency or execution of it, if you will, is I can control it. Most people, a lot of people out there can't, guys like serial killers and obviously those who who feel... Of which you are not, I hope. Uh, no, no, I, I, I live too good of a life uh, to to do that kind of stuff. I would only commit murder if it was self self defense, which uh, part of part of living in this life now at forty five is you, you do the you do you do the best you can to put yourself in the right positions and you're less likely to have to deal with it. Uh, and yeah, the narcissist thing uh, can can creep in every now and then because sometimes people mistake confidence and truth truth serum. Uh, as as narcissist, you know, being a narcissist, but the receipts that I have don't don't actually say that uh, in terms of proof because I don't believe I'd be in a good relationship personally with you know family and 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 friends as many friends as I have if I was a true narcissist. Narcissists are destructive to everything they touch, and I, I don't I. I, I I'm not, I, I might get under your skin, but I'm not going to be someone who's going to uh, limit your, your ability to, to make my ability better. I don't think that's, I don't think that's how things should work. You know, our, our thing is, is a, is a collaboration and uh, in business, a lot of times collaboration is the, the basis of success, but it's always important to kind of have a maybe a sole decider, a decider. <laughs> someone who can decide exactly what what it is in this situation again it's unique in that you can decide what you want to do i can decide what i want to do so it but but we're in the same job which it's not a it's only really entertainment that you can do that you can't really do that in a, in a business so if we decide that we want to do something, it, 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 we each have the call on our own. We're not going to be a detriment to the other person. Um. I could just see both <laughs> you and Mission 24, since you both said you're narcissist or you have narcissistic qualities. You'd be like Lex Luger from the days in WWE when they were doing that gimmick. I could just see you guys with the big, huge mirror just admiring yourself 24-7. Uh, well, see, and that's the part where uh, th that's that's a negative, actually, on that. <laughs> I, I don't like... I think that was the idea Vince McMahon was trying to get very across. Very true, very true. Uh, he, he... <laughs> I don't like taking pictures. I don't actually like talking... Really, I don't, I don't like taking pictures. Uh, if you go to my house, you'll see a wedding picture and a uh, one of those foofy pictures I took with my fiance at the time uh, that my wife won't take off the, the the shelf, even though I've asked her to. <laughs> I have to see it every time I go upstairs. She's like, "No, that's the only picture we have of each other," and I'm leaving it there forever. Okay. Uh, I don't like pictures, and I I can't tell you how many times. But what happens I've, if we get large enough where we do go to con? Well, look, it's not it's it's not they so want much. To take a picture. It's not you. that I don't want to be seen. It's there's there's this there's this mechanism of pictures of like that I'm not really into. I of course I take pictures. I took pictures tonight as a family and things like that. But it's just not my thing. I'm not a portrait. I'm not a you know you know. <laughs> model picture guy right i'm not saying i won't do it i'm not saying i won't do it i'm just i would prefer not to uh but and then of course on the show there have been plenty of times where i'll click onto our show the day a day later 
the second my voice starts, I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I just press the X button. <laughs> I can't listen to myself. So, yeah. So that's 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 how it is. And I'm just happy that, that there are people out there that do like to listen to the show. Because other than that, then I guess I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. Uh, there's, there's, there's just like anything else. There's performances that you're like, you know what? That worked. I like that one. That one worked. That show worked. And then there's shows that you're like, Jesus, I don't know what the hell that was. Uh, but that's Blood, the point. Bloodhound the... says, says you have a great media voice. I appreciate it. Thank you, Bloodhound. Yes, I, I, I got this voice uh, at the age of 13, and it's never gone away. I had a, I've had this voice since I was 14. Coincidentally, it was when I shot up six inches in three months. Uh, there was a time there where my parents didn't know if I was going to stop growing. Uh, very happy, though. They were, you know, the whole, you know, everybody's always proud of their kid getting big and becoming an adult. I mean, I surpassed uh, my mom and dad in height at, at eighth grade. <laughs> and my mom wasn't a short woman. She was 5'7". My dad was 5'7 as well. Uh, so your mom and dad were 5'7". Yeah, my mom was 5'7". My dad was 5'7". Uh, I I had uncles that were uh, 5'10", 5'11". I heard my grandfather on my dad's side was was tall. I don't know exactly what his height was. So there was there was a tall gene somewhere in there. The only thing that I, I can't figure out is I'm extremely wide compared to everyone in my family. When I when I take pictures with family, uh, I'm, I'm abnormally wide compared to everyone else. There's just a and I I, I think I, I think the milk that I drank growing up, I think, had a lot to do with it. I think there all that all that fabrication in the cow milk i think it it, it did something for me and i i gotta say it was positive because there's been th some things that have happened to me where i probably should have broken bones and i didn't even get a bruise so uh, you and i both i'm a big i'm a big milk drinker even to this day yeah and yeah i mean i'm six two i'm i'm my parents are like five eight my mom's like five five i think yeah something like that so yeah i i agree with you that's a similar thing there um, actually Kurt's asking if you got ID'd at the clubs very much. Well, in California, they're very strict on carding anybody under 40, sometimes 50, but nowadays, no, no, this, uh, this will, if I leave this out, this will tend to pretty much give me away as a, as an old man. Uh, again, I'm six foot three, 280 pounds. I look small on TV, but I'm, abnormally large in, in real life um that that helps the voice helps the hair helps the physique helps in terms of giving them an idea that i'm definitely a grown man and even when i was in uh college uh, before i turned 21 there was always that that oh is this guy yeah, he's, he's good he's good um but you know actually kurt no i, have, I haven't was, been carded since i was about 16 even when I used to come here in Vegas before 21. Yeah. I... It was just the convenience stores and those type places. Uh, or let's say you go into a bar. They're asking everybody for ID anyways. They just try yeah. to be sure. Uh, there's very, very few people that, other than that, that, yeah, I may, I was able to go anywhere and do anything I wanted. I didn't matter. Cool bro says he's about 5'9 already, and he's 14. Yeah, I was 5'9 14. Keep drinking milk, kid. I was I was five nine at fourteen. I remember uh, going into my eighth grade season uh, year, 
uh, that summer I grew from five, three to five, nine. And boy, did I have shin splint issues for a while there. I was in pain. I mean, pain like crazy. The only time I felt that pain was when I did this, uh, vertical program where I wanted to extend my vertical, my shins were, I felt like somebody was stabbing me in the shins for a day. Oh, shin splints are the worst. Oh man, it was it was pretty bad in eighth grade. I remember I I was in pain all the time. I'd get up at night. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. My legs are killing me. Um, later I didn't really realize what it was until later down the road. I just thought maybe because I was playing football or was playing sports, whatever. Maybe I just it's just one of those things. But I think uh the body was obviously getting what it was getting. That maybe a little too much of it. Uh. But it, it turned out all right. Again, I, I'd rather look the way I look than not. Um, I, I know a lot of my friends who got stuck at 5'6 and 5'7. They all wish they could be six feet tall and above. And it does have its benefits. Again, I've been able to avoid a lot of problems in my life probably because of my 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 uh, presence, my physical presence. And Kurt says uh, they, he has to go ahead and his rigor uh, as far as working the door staff. He has to card everybody. Yeah, uh, and that's because it's better. It's just relations. it's easy to play it safe. Plus, you got goons out there that are trying to jack you for your license. You know, they'll send some narc out there to see if you're you're carding anybody. Uh, and if you're not, if you mess up once, you're done, and you can't do that. So yeah, keep it up, guys. Keep up the uh, you know. I always say in business, make sure you know go go a little more than you need to, and that's obviously one of them. I'm 45, man. I was just talking about this today, too. I, It's been, what, 24 years? I mean, it's like this. What is Planet Cool Stuff? It's your ultimate destination for insightful exploration from the realm of pop culture. Delve into the world of movies, video games, toys, cartoons, and visit with one-of-a-kind creators, discover incredible places, and see historical artifacts. Whether it's a toy room tour or exploring the best of pop culture cinema, Planet Cool Stuff has got you covered. Planet Cool Stuff, exclusively on Jinx Esports TV Canada. Before we head on out, again, we wanted to thank you, the viewers out there, truly for being part of what we do here at the Lakers Fast Break. So we thought we'd come on and say thank you for being everything for us here at the Lakers Fast Break. Again, thank you again for the very kind and generous uh Super Chat, Mission 24, truly appreciate it. It is uh, deeply humbling that on this day of giving that you give thanks to us here at the Lakers Fast Break because we definitely are giving thanks to you in return as well, as is uh, to everybody out there that's taken the time out of day to watch and listen to what we've got for shows. But before we head on out, my friend, uh, I will touch on some a little bit of Lakers subjects here because the Lakers get a couple days off before they head on the road. We're going to touch more in detail on tomorrow's regular show that we'll cover. Uh, but the Lakers do head on the road. Saturday, 4.30 is the game. Just to remind everybody, Saturday, 4.30, playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. And, of course, we'll do a pregame and postgame as well. But I wanted to make sure everybody knows that. But, uh, my friend, uh, again, this is the reason why I wanted the Lakers to go ahead and max out on the wins as best they can because – they're going down the road, my friend, and it's not looking as easy as it, you know, 
once was. The Lakers are not a good road team so far this season. They better get uh, actually their act together on the road pretty quickly because that's what they're going to be seeing a lot of here in the next few games. Yeah, they're going to finish the year uh, on the road. I'm sorry. They're going to finish the month on the road against three formidable teams of Cleveland, uh, Philadelphia, and Oklahoma City is the last team they play on the 30th. The first game is against Detroit, but the problem is they're playing Oklahoma City on the back on the back end of the back-to-back. So I guess if they were able to get a 3-1 record in this little road trip, that would be acceptable. But I'm worried they might come back 1-3, and three, and that could be no bueno. I don't, I don't, you, you, you can't veer off what, what is, uh, I guess you can talk yourself into believing something for a while until you finally have to go, okay, you know, this team is what it is. Uh, and we're just going to have to accept the fact that there's certain things that are going to continue to happen. Uh, number one, uh, Anthony Davis. So Anthony Davis was paid attention to a lot last night. But the problem with that, because I I heard some arguments online that AD was getting covered pretty well by Dallas. They were sending two and three guys on him. And and there was truth to that. I actually went back and looked at some of the plays and I I said, yeah, he got a little bit more attention and that, that hindered his performance. The issue with that is when he did get his opportunity, he was bricking shots from 15 feet like crazy. So it's not an excuse, guys, when a great player continues to do the same thing. If this was one time in the last month where he got contained, okay, I can I can I can roll with that. However, oh my gosh. Darren is showing confidence as well. He just gave us a huge super chat. I am overwhelmed tonight. Uh, he says he would love to play you basketball. He is very confident. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I would love to play, uh, Darren. We'll have to figure a time where we can play, uh, definitely. the uh, I'm curious, uh, why is it always 99 at the end? Uh, is there some kind of reason for that? I guess that's the way that the tips – yeah, the, the way that tips out, uh, whatnot, as far as what they offer. Maybe so they don't do full full numbers? Uh, uh, I definitely – I get evidently not. So huh, okay. yeah, because I would see it at nine ninety nine time. Yeah, we're just getting used to this. Uh, we're we're so humbled by it and, and overwhelmed by it. Uh, but yeah, we're just getting used to the whole inner workings of it. Uh, I know in ninety nine in retail, my friend, ninety nine is what they targeted for you because they figured that you as a consumer see it and perceive it differently if they go to even numbers. I'm still trying to figure out how dumb people are when they fall for that it's it's it's, i guess they've done studies to support that it works 60 percent of the time every time (laughs) something like that yeah but darren and and also mission 24 we are overwhelmed by your kind uh your kindness here uh here this thanksgiving i i just cannot say enough that that's just amazing my friend we came here to say thank you and they're saying thank you right back and that is Validation, folks. This is the validation that keeps the, the show going. 
it's all that matters in this business, guys, is the audience. And I believe a lot of the issues in the industry and the reason why there's been a failure in a lot of areas in the industry is I think they lost focus on that because the pressure of acceptance, the pressure of we need to allow certain things to come in that don't belong based off of quotas. This is a talent business. You have to put asses in the seats. You have to get audiences to listen. There's not a lot of people out there that can do it. So the Brad Pitts, the Julia Roberts in her prime, George Clooney's, Tom Cruise. Guys, those guys don't grow on trees. Those people don't grow on trees. They are talented people who put the butts in the seats. And if you don't do that, this is what you get. You get a lot of just, what are we doing here? We're just going to put a couple people in here and make it work. You know, it's like the, uh, I'll use the Avengers and the Marvel thing that, that went on. I, I, I find it hilarious that they thought, well, we're just putting, you know, Chris Hemsworth and all these no names in there. The, the driving force of that franchise was one of the best actors of the last 40 years. And that's Robert Downey Jr. And everybody kind of fell in line. There's a lot of talented people on that thing, but Robert Downey Jr., is the true movie star of that franchise, which is why when he, I'm not going to spoil it for those who haven't watched it, when he finished their first phase or whatever phase it was, there was a lot of emotion there because he's the guy that they wanted to watch. Yeah, they wanted to see Hemsworth. Yeah, they wanted to see Evans. But the movie star, the talent, is all that matters. Why did the Green Bay Packers, why does the NFL continue to put up with and I say put up with because that's what it is, Aaron Rodgers. Because he's got the talent. You got the talent. You put the butts in the seats. You get everything excited. And what happened when Aaron Rodgers blew out his Achilles? I felt like when he blew out his Achilles, the NFL season went, <laughs> that's one guy. And that was in the fourth play, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's one guy did that. I was excited. I am not even a Jets follower. I'm not even an Aaron Rodgers follower. I don't, like, follow anybody except my team, really. I just pay attention to all the other stuff because I'm watching football. This guy going to the Jets with that defense and that talent around him, I'm like, man, this is going to be fun to watch. And it was out on the line, uh, on a snap, and it, and it, I felt like it, that momentum just completely butchered it. And then all you see now is you see Dak Prescott do really, really well. He has one bad game, and everybody wants to throw him to the dogs. It's like, really, guys? I mean, can you enjoy the game a little bit and understand that sometimes the the other team stops the other guy from doing it, no matter how talented he is? You think Patrick Mahomes? Doesn't have bad games. He's had like three bad games this year, you know, based based on Patrick Mahomes' standards, of course. You know, you're not you're not <laughs> gonna be great every week. I think we got spoiled watching Tom Brady play great every week for twenty years. It's not realistic, guys. You know, there's gonna be guys that I'm not gonna do that. You didn't have the perfect coach and the perfect quarterback with the perfect rules playing at the same time. Now. 
defenses are starting to catch up to the to the offenses, which is why they're going to start talking about eliminating the drop tackle. Now you're not going to even be able to tackle anymore, basically, which we're, we're going to come to that. I'm, I'm going to be very curious to see what happens to the NFL in the next 20 years on whether they're going to actually have tackling. Well, that's something absolutely we're going to have to look into as well. So I know that's going to be something that we'll probably cover at some point down the line on, on Inside Sports Fantasy Football. But my friend, I'm just truly thankful and blessed for the entire community here at the Lakers Fast Break, even on Thanksgiving for stopping by and allowing us to basically go ahead and talk to him about, you know, life and and our thanks for everything that they've done and been a part of here at the Lakers Fast Break. But you know, any last thoughts, my friend? I know tomorrow we've got a great episode that we're going to line up previewing the road trip for the Lakers and also covering thoughts on the NBA. But any last thoughts, my friend, before we head along? Yeah, it's been a good day. Usually Thanksgiving's a little mundane for me. I, I grew up in a house where we ate food all the time for dinner. So Thanksgiving's kind of like a, what is that? I already I already do this. But I know there's a lot of people out there that don't have that. The best part about Thanksgiving is another excuse for, for family and friends to get together and hang out. And that was what we did tonight. And it was a lot of fun. Some of the family members we saw today, we hadn't seen since COVID started. So it was nice to kind of get back to normal after three years of that monstrosity and actually start talking about normal stuff and eating good food and having good conversation. And of course, tonight didn't, didn't really know what to expect tonight. Uh, uh, didn't expect a super chat at this degree. I was uh, two, both two, not just one, but two, and just overwhelmed by by the kindness by both Darren and Mission Twenty Four and everybody taking the time out of day catching us. Just no, cannot good. thank you enough. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, there was plenty of people here to definitely talk to here, uh, give information to, which always makes it a little bit better and more energetic to to continue to do what we're doing. I. I'm. I don't know what to think about tomorrow's show yet. I'm gonna be doing some brainstorming on what we're gonna really talk about because I I feel like there's a lot of redundancy in our discussions and I need to find something that's going to make sense to this four game road trip. It's not a dire road trip yet. It's still too early. We're still in November, but I'm just curious to see what buttons are going to be pushed uh, by coaching to get some of these guys to understand what they need to do when it really matters. I don't know if LeBron or AD are going to consistently do what they need to do every time they're in the situation. I think that's the frustrating part. I I, I want LeBron to be aggressive in these last moments shots every time he's aggressive and he gets to the basket or is the main guy that's trying to get the job done things go well and for some reason they don't do it they don't devise any plans to do it it's like a happy that's like just well we'll do this every now and then it's not anything where they're like lebron's getting the ball clear the way let him get to the basket there's no play that 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 allows him to get an uh, some kind of space to do that as well there's nothing there and ad ad is probably uh as far as this season is probably the biggest disappointment is the biggest disappointment to me 
because it just doesn't seem like he's ever going to get out of what he's what he's on the defensive end as well. No, defense is fine, but unfortunately, we're in an offensive type league now. Yeah, the defense does factor into this, but it's not. He he, he can't just be a defender. He, you can't pay a guy sixty million dollars a year to just play good defense every game. We need him to play. 20, 25 points a game. We don't have anybody else that can do that other than LeBron. This is a two-star team. If it's one and a half star, it's not going to work. We need both. And Austin Reed seems to be getting out of his funk. Uh, D'Angelo Russell has been playing pretty consistent, at least with a shot. Actually played pretty good defense yesterday, actually. And as far as Darvin Ham is concerned, I, I don't know if we're ever going to be able to get a coach that can he, I don't know if he's ever going to learn how to draw plays. I, I, that, that's not something that happens later. That's something that's either in you or not. That's frustrating. The only way you combat that is if LeBron and AD play out of their minds, which is why superstars are so important to winning. Superstars, uh, elite stars on your team can mask bad coaching, bad tendencies from coaching because their talent is so astronomically bigger. But if one of those guys is not coming through, if, if AD was able to drop some of those shots, there's very likely the Lakers would have won yesterday. It, it, this, game, this, this team goes as far as AD and LeBron will take them, and it can't be just LeBron. LeBron is not playing in 2012. This, if, if it was 2012 LeBron, I'd say we'd be fine, but we don't have that guy. If you're in the Las Vegas and Henderson areas and are looking to buy, sell, or trade the best in classic or current video games and pop culture collectibles, there's no better place to go than Retro City Games. From Xbox to PlayStation, Nintendo to Atari, the great crew at Retro City Games provides the best place to go for all your gaming options. Stop by their two awesome locations in Henderson and also the Las Vegas Strip or follow Retro City Games on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest deals and new items. Without a doubt, there's no better place to go for your gaming needs than your friends at Retro City Games. For the latest news and information, analysis and opinions on the Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA, check out the Lakers Fast Break Podcast today on wherever you get your podcasts. Aussie, regular mainstay in our playback.tv slash Lakers fast break coverage. Such a great guy. He's uh, from down under. Says, funnily, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, uh, but we do have Black Friday sales. John, I, I, I've talked to Sean about this. They have Black Friday. Seems like you guys uh, everywhere around the world have picked up Halloween and Black Friday. <laughs> well, it, Thanksgiving is an American holiday because of the circumstances of yeah. pilgrims and Indians coming together and having Thanksgiving dinner. Now, what happened afterwards is a different story from yeah. what we've read. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I've, I've always had a little bit of skepticism on that. I just feel like that's a convenient thing. Sometimes certain sides will, will play with. Um, but that's a story for another time. And of course, Black Friday and Halloween and these type things. Well, you know, those are commerce things. Those are retail 
uh, holidays gets you to go buy stuff. Buy, 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 buy. Uh, Are you going to get anything for Black Friday? Uh, Gerald, uh, honestly, uh, my wife asked me if, if what I want for Christmas. And I happen to have a Sharper's Image magazine next to me uh, that I got in the <laughs> Just mail. Just so happen to have a Sharper's I Image. I did, I did. But then I kept looking at the stuff in there. There's some nice stuff in there. But honestly, the older I get, the more I don't want anything. I just don't want anything. I have to, I have to, I have to pay attention to it. I don't want it. I don't really need anything. I really don't. More stuff means more dust, storage, thinking about it. Where is it? Do I need it? Am I using it? I, I don't, uh, the only thing I, 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 the only thing I store that I'll buy more of is tools. Tools, you can never have enough tools. I have tools in my truck. I have tools in my warehouse. I have tools in my house. I have tools in my other vehicle. That's kind of how my brain works. I don't, um, I don't want stuff. I really don't. If I'm going to get something, it would be something like a humidor, which my wife got. She got me uh, whiskey glasses with my last name on it and a little cigar holder. Like that stuff is cool because I'll actually use that when I have friends over and we're having drinks and smoking cigars and things like that, like it would have to be something like that, that I'm using, but there's very few things out there that I, I, I use because I, I can buy whatever I want anytime I want. Well, not everything. I can't buy yachts and, you know, half a million dollar cars. I mean, I guess I could, but I, I would never do that. But what would be the point? There isn't. I, 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 I've said this, and I'll, I'll keep saying it. I've, I've driven in, in those vehicles. I look like a complete in those cars. And As I'm have already, I. I've, I've driven. And in I'm already. I'm, it's just you're more worried about getting it damaged than anything. I'm, else. I'm more worried about somebody messing with it. Those cars exactly. get messed with all the time. I don't have time to worry about it. I have my Tacoma, and I'm probably going to be upgrading to a Tundra next. Those cars, yeah, they're popular, yeah, that, but they're they're mundane. They're they're stocks. I don't I don't put I don't lift my trucks because I like I go to a lot of garages and I don't have time to deal with not being able to get in there. Kurt says an LFB yacht would be. I'm great. not saying I. Well, I'm not saying I won't buy a Lamborghini down the road. I'm not saying I won't buy a luxury SUV. I'm not saying I'm I'm not gonna do that, but it's just. It's not in my thoughts. It would have to be something that would make sense. But most of these cars are just not. I drove a G wagon the other night, and it was. It's. It's. If if you knocked me out, put me in that vehicle, I didn't know what it was. I would have thought I was driving a Ford Explorer. I've driven Escalades before. It's 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 just a car to me. It's just a vehicle to me. Cool, bro. I don't think I'm going to ask him for a micro galaxy at that, that he should ask for, for that. I think <laughs> I, I tell you what, I tell you what I would do. I, I talked about this tonight. Uh, if I, if I had enough land, I would, and, 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 you know, let's say r- ridiculous F you money. I would love to get, you know, the Back to the Future DeLorean, the the 50 Mercury from the movie. Oh, Cobra. my God. There is a, there's a couple floating around here in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole getup, the, even all the exhausts yeah. to a T, but they just drive it around like regular yeah, cars. Yeah, totally. That, that nostalgia stuff, 100% I would do. Hell, I would buy the famous houses of movies. I have a picture of it. I don't know. It's, I have a deep somewhere in my... 
I, I think I put it on my Facebook page, but yeah, like years ago, I took a picture of it, but I did see it again the other day uh, while uh, driving around near F1 area. So yeah, there are people who actually do that kind of setup and have the whole shebang. They put the thing, like the blender up on top. They put the whole exhaust on the back. Yeah, the whole nine yards on that. Kit, kit from the Night Rider, those things like that. Obviously, the eighteen, eighteen. Like my my friend Mike and I, we he listens to the show every now and then. We're big '80s guys in terms of you know movies and entertainment type stuff. So uh, when when you get to a point where you want to enjoy your life, right, and you're you're doing real well money wise, and you can do anything you want. There are people out there that end up doing dope or getting married or doing whatever it is that they do when they get too rich. They don't know what to do with themselves. I'm we're the exact opposite. I know exactly what I would do if I was if I had unlimited funds. I would create fantasy land around us by 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 enjoying the things that we loved growing up and 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 having. Why not? You know, it's it's it, it, what, what else are you gonna do? I go to the World Series, go to the NBA Finals, go to the Indy 500s, go to the Super Bowls. You know, there's there's so many things you can do. Go to the World Cups. Right? Well, you know, being a sports guy, you you'll never have a dull moment. You can go to anything you want throughout the year. So we're working our way to that moment. Uh, obviously, to you know, you're gonna need to have a little bit more resources to do that. And that's that's kind of the drive. I guess I could do what I'm doing right now and be completely happy and just kind of ride off into the sunset doing that. But what's the fun in that? Why don't you? Why don't we go to the extreme? See if you can get there. Cool, bro. Are you asking for new Star Wars action figures? Or are you asking for vintage ones? Because that's the that's what I want to know. Because you know, in these days where collectibles are now an investment. Uh, I mean, there are several stores, online facilities, ways that you, if you want to start investing in some of that, there's a difference. I mean, getting the stuff that you can get now off the rack at Target and and whatnot is, it's really hard to ascertain to see which ones will still have and hold their value down the line. But with established ones, it's really cool because you can tell there's already so many publications out there that can tell you exactly for Star Wars vintage toys exactly how much they're they're worth and how much what kind of value out there. So, I mean, that's just if you're interested in all that. But yeah, if you just want to go ahead and you know just have some Star Wars cool Star Wars action figures, by all means. I was collecting the Lego Star Wars things for a while. Uh, maybe oh, that's about. huge. Lego is now huge. But I Absolutely started. Huge. I started running out of room storing them, and I realized, no, I, I can't. I can't do this. That was probably the beginning of the. I I, I can't be this collector guy. It's just I got too oh, much. It's just so hard. It's yeah, just so hard. I can't. You have to have you. It, 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 that stuff. Yeah, at some point, you have to have its own room. And you got to think about it and you got to, again, dust, the dust that was on that stuff. I had to dust the, 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 the floating shelves. And then I had to figure out what the next shelf was going to be. And then which one should I get next so that I could fit it here? I was like, I can't do this. I can't, I can't, I, I don't have time for this. I, I have, I have to get things done that I want to get done. And when you have things that are holding you back, you know, the, the, 
Edward Norton character in uh, Fight Club uh, when he's talking to Brad Pitt about, you know, at some point, the stuff that you buy end up owning you. And that's what I felt like. I felt like all that stuff was starting to own me. You know, a car, a luxury car that needs constant maintenance and every every piece of maintenance is, is four or $500 uh, to me is a, is a waste of money. It's a waste of money for what? Who am I going to impress driving that car? I, don't, I never really understood what that was about. I don't want anyone to know where I am and what I'm doing. I have tinted windows. No one knows who's in the car. <laughs> Why does this not surprise me? I don't want. I don't want attention. I don't want that attention. I don't want it. That's what brings bad things to you. If I could, if I could walk out invisible, I would. Now I don't want to always do that, but most of the time I do, because it just it allows you to not have to deal with bullcrap. I, it's more me. There are people out there that love being around people. They love people watching. They love the interaction of things. Uh, I don't. I, if somebody said, would you rather have people at Disneyland or would you rather be by yourself? I'll tell, I tell everyone the same thing. I'd rather do it by myself. I can get to the, to the rides, leave, done, not go home. I can entertain myself in my own thoughts if I have to. Very happy doing that. Hey. It's Black Friday now, so hopefully everybody will enjoy it. Uh, truly appreciate you enjoying us here. It is the Lakers fast break. Cannot thank you enough from all of my shows, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Pop Culture Cosmos, the PCC Multiverse, and the State of Pro Wrestling. Cannot thank you enough for being a part of what we do here. Truly appreciate it. Uh, Darth Plagueis, yes. Star Wars, cool bro, Darth Plagueis. Actually, I, I do enjoy that tale that is only alluded to uh, in the prequels a little bit. So yeah, absolutely. That's especially the the last of the prequels, which I did not like overall as a movie, but I do love when he starts talking to young Anakin about that. So, but need I digress? Joe, my friend, great to have you here. Looking forward to our conversation tomorrow uh, in regards to what the Lakers will be doing over the course of the next few days. Uh, but I will tell you very much from the bottom of our heart, thank you so much for being a part of what we do here at the Lakers Fast Break. Any last uh, thank yous before we head on out, Joe? I'll see you guys tomorrow night and uh, have a good night. And thanks for joining us tonight. I didn't expect a big crowd tonight, actually. Uh, I'm glad you were here. I'm glad you were here as well, especially the kindness that Darren and Mission 24 sent out to us and everybody out there that spent the time of their day and their Thanksgiving with us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. So for Joe Sorrell, Cheryl Glassford, thanks so much for watching and listening. We'll be back tomorrow for another great show. And then this weekend, remember, Saturday, 4.30 is the time, Pacific Standard Time, Saturday, right there for you. It is the Lakers and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Lakers in Cleveland, playback.tv, so Lakers Fast Break. And then, of course, pregame and postgame, you can find all the great stuff that we do right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Thanks for hosting Joe and the other guy. Remember, I'm in the background, according to some people. So there you go. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Be safe. <laughs>